The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. People cheat on tests in college. Why wouldn't they cheat at sports in college? Very true. College is where you really learn how to cheat and get away with it. Yeah, or at you least finesse, to. You finesse everything in college. Like that one motherfucker from the Howard. Like the... Like the like the financial aid kid what who's now, who's suing Howard for $10 million and I hope he fucking for loses. defamation of character. And I hope he fucking loses. I mean, if it wasn't an HBCU, I'd want him to win. Like, if it was like Colorado State, I'd be like, no, I want him to win. But yeah, you can't like defraud an HBCU like that. Yeah, but I mean, even in general, it's just like... He's over here telling you, no, you can't get no money, but this motherfucker's walking past you in Gucci slippers and a Gucci bag? Fuck out of here. I would be upset. I had him walking past me in Gucci slippers and a Gucci bag. You'd definitely have to get an RKO at some point. Would you RKO somebody for doing that to you, Fi? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would. So, it's Tuesday, <laughs> to put a timestamp <laughs> on it. We did part one of... Did we do part one of WrestleMania week on Thursday? Uh, no, no, was it Thursday or was it Friday? That was one. Thursday you... you. We recorded Thursday and it came out Friday? Because Rich and them were with us? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because why, why would they go all the way back and not do it, right? Yeah, that makes sense. So, the reason this is so many days later is because a nigga tired is why. Um, I'm physically exhausted. I'm not who I used to be. And this week taught me that. We went to WrestleMania 34 years ago, and I feel like we were just up and moving and shaking the whole time. We out on on the block, we on bourbon, we drinking and we partying. We covered the show that you guys heard that first day on Thursday, and I might have slept until 1 o'clock the next day Friday. Um, I, I just had no juice. I was out of there, and, you know, we did... I was so out of there, we didn't cover anything Friday and Saturday. I didn't anyway. Um, Rich, being who Rich is, he went to eight different indie shows and has a bunch of pictures and video for you guys that'll come out a bit later. But me, personally, nah, I was chilling. I was good. Um, So what I want to do is kind of talk about kind of the rest of my WrestleMania experience, um, actually being at the event. And my man Peanut was nice enough to join me so mm-hmm. we can kind of talk about what you would have seen on the network version versus actually being there live. Um, let's see, what do I have to add? Really, Saturday evening, we did the NXT thing. Um, just watched it from the hotel. It was a really fun show. Um, great ladder match, great title match, great main event, great grudge match. Um, you know, just good all in all. Um, Sunday morning, we made a conscious effort to, um, you know, really get in access. We watched a bunch of the finals matches. Um, we did a bunch of interviews with people just who attended the event. You can actually see a couple of those right now at the time you'll listen to this uh, on our Facebook page, on our Instagram page, and on our Twitter pages. Um, the Facebook being the PW Torch East Coast cast. Uh, the Twitter being Torch East Coast Cast, and uh, you can also see that on the South Congress Podcast Instagram page, and um, if you check out our Twitter accounts, being Seahawk, 
and South Congress. You'll see like all a couple of the interview videos that we did. So yeah, we got out there and did some good work. It was pretty cool. Um, Peanut, talk a bit about your experience watching WrestleMania itself. Uh, this is probably actually in a while that I actually got to sit down and watch it. Overall, I actually did enjoy it. Like there was, it was actually a lot of good matches. Like uh, for once, I, I kind of felt like you know, it's fucked up as kind of sounds, but like that women's match between um, Charlotte Flair and uh, I cannot say her name to save my life. Um, Oscar. Oscar. Fake calls her Oscar. Oscar. <laughs> Regardless, that was a great match. Like straight up, like that. That was probably better than a lot of the the men's matches. Like I'll even go as far as say it was. To me personally, I thought it was a little better than the uh, the AJ Styles match. Like, even though that was a good match in itself, but I just felt like kind of let me down a little bit. Um, once the whole Undertaker shit happened, I literally turned off WrestleMania for a while. <laughs> it's funny just, because <laughs> that might have been my favorite part of WrestleMania. I hated that part. Why? I was like, it was just stupid. Why was it stupid? There was no point in having Cena and uh, Undertaker wrestle. I was like, that's what, fair. What, what was this? Like what? What? what why? Why do we waste five ten minutes of life? Well, life if, if you, what? I'm saying, if you talk shit about me for a month, I might snuff you. No. And then in five ten minutes, I'd, pr- I'd probably try to snuff you faster. Yeah, but still, but I mean, obviously, real life, you know, versus like written shit, like if you can have a match, at least kind of Mm-mm. try. That's my thing, though. I don't try. think every match has to be a <clears throat> twenty thirty minute classic. No, sometimes that. you'll just whoop somebody. Yeah, and no, he, got, he got smoke. No, and I understand that, but you know, shit. I mean, he made John Cena look like a fucking jobber. John Cena made himself like a jobber, complaining about somebody showing up for a month. John Cena got what was coming to him. True. You want to talk all that shit? True. And he got him out the paint quick. Um, I just kind of feel like it was unnecessary overall. I was like, this is a waste of Undertaker's time. Unless he got paid, you know, unless there was a lot of uh, commas in that check, I might have shown up too. I was just waiting for him to kneel to the urn and stand for the flag. Like, yo, we were at uh, we were at Access and there's like little kids wearing the I stand for the flag Undertaker shirt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you little bastard. <laughs> 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 you, you, you little bastard. Um... <laughs> But yeah, that was um that was cool, man. Like just being at Access Day Two. Um, I think one thing I'm kinda realizing, mm-hmm. like being um quote unquote press is such a double edged sword. Like it gets you like a certain level of clout with people, but people are also afraid to talk to you. So what was I guess in your whole experience like this is the first time you've ever done this in this capacity, mm-hmm. correct? So what was that like? Yo, just um you know wrestling fans don't talk to each other mm-hmm. and i think that's kind of a thing that you get like if you go to like 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 phase with me all you know all weekend yeah. and you know me i'm talking to everybody i see somebody I, like i don't even know them. i'm just like hey what's up man you doing this and that like a bunch of people out there wearing like texas tech stuff and a&m stuff i'm like what's up tech what's up a&m and Fuck you know them. just well, yeah, fuck them. But, <laughs> you know, just got to talking, me shooting the shit. Like, I'm just talking to everybody. But wrestling fans are different. Like, yeah. in Access specifically, mm-hmm. you're not talking to somebody you don't know. You know, like, so when, when Rich and I are like, hey, you know, I'm Cameron, I'm Rich. I'm with Pro Wrestling Torch. You know, we're, we're covering WrestleMania. At first, people are, like, wild skeptical because they're like, whoa, you know, I'm just kind of here. Like, I don't really want to. Like, you take them out of their zone because they're not. 
They're not ready for it. They're not ready for the interaction. Yeah. I think. Because they, like, even though wrestling, like, you'll go to a wrestling event, everybody chants the same thing. People are just living vastly different lives. Like, I feel like if, if you and I both go to a UT game, mm-hmm. we have very similar interests. Yeah. Like, just because a specific type of person goes to a college football game. You're off on a Saturday, typically. You know, so you kind of work not the same job, but maybe similar jobs. If you're sitting in the same section, it might suggest a similar income. You know, it's different. Like, if you are a UT fan, most UT fans are not going to the national championship game. Because it just doesn't work out like that. Like, but with wrestling, if you're a WWE fan, you're probably going to... To WrestleMania. To WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, WrestleMania holds 100,000 people. And... Four million people a week watch wrestling, right? Yeah. So what does that mean? Four hundred thousand would be ten percent. So like two percent of their total audience is going to that event. Like two percent of a college football team's fan base cannot go because one half the fan base is split if it's a national championship. Half of it from one place, half of it from another. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's so segmented, but I think people weren't. Um, like at first ready for somebody to want to talk to them about wrestling like WWE's not coming to you to ask you how if you're having a good time they're putting a bunch of things in front of you um, like autograph signings and matches and stuff so uh, but people were really receptive people were really nice some people were kind of eccentric in the uh, like the things they wanted to say like one guy like picked up the microphone and put on his sunglasses and his leather jacket and put his foot up on the chair to talk to us. And it was just like, he was like, I need to get into my persona. I was like, okay, dude, like, that's cool. Yeah, dude, like, you gotta do. Yeah, yeah, make it happen. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just uh, covering, covering it in that capacity, like having that level of um, like access, not, mm-hmm. to, not to just throw a pun on there, but that level of access to everybody um, was really cool. Our only restriction was we couldn't interview the talent individually, but everything else we got to see like a bit early than everybody else. We got to hang around as long as we chose. Um, they didn't restrict like what we could take video, what we could take pictures of. Like that was all cool. Um, hmm. And you know they already like are clearing it through the company, so everything was it was great. Um, so the last video that I finished up, and it's just it's so funny. It was these two old ladies. That's mm, all one and. I shouldn't call them old. They're 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 you know, middle aged. They're 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 seasoned at, at the very least. Seasoned at the very least in their thirties. They're vets. Seasoned they one had been to nine WrestleManias. The other one had been to fourteen WrestleManias. Holy shit! And like they loved Elias. Like of Elias course. is like low key one of the superstars of the weekend because he like did an impromptu concert on Bourbon. He gave that great promo Monday night before Bobby Lashley beat him up. Bobby Lashley's back, by the way. Mm. Um, and, nice. And yeah, they were just like, we're here to see Elias. We think he's a great singer. And I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> of course they do, because, you know, yeah. it pulls out that little guitar, and that guitar does its, like, college thing. You yeah, know? it is like the college thing. That one douche shows up with his fucking uh, his guitar <laughs> and whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. That was, um, that was really fun. And then, like... There were some little kids who like got on the microphone and like talked about stuff. It was really sweet. Um, but no, so on Sunday we go to uh, Ruby Slipper. Oh, hmm. you know who we met up with? Hmm. You remember Carmen? 
Remember Carmen and Courtney to license? Yes, yes, year? yes. We met up with Carmen. Wow. Um, because she saw, I think she saw that we were already in New Orleans. And she was going there on business. And she was like, my guy's coming with me. Uh, I was like, okay, you know, cool. So they met up with us at brunch. And I hadn't seen her, you know, basically since undergrad. So we did a lot of catching up. And her and Faye got along just fine. And, like, the guy she was with is, is crazy. The guy that she was with, we were born in the same hospital in Maryland. I was like, this is so cool. Like, just got to talking. So it was cool. Peanut thought her and Courtney were just the hottest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Because they were, like, the first two, like, tall, light-skinned chicks we had ever seen in life. that we didn't know mm-hmm. <laughs> growing up. So yeah. Peanut was all about it. Oh Faye, yeah, Faye was like Faye was like you didn't try to talk to her in college. I was like no, like that was like that was like the homie. It was different. Peanut, however, wanted his shot. <laughs> he takes he takes <laughs> a sip of water and puts it down slow. But no, it was great. So we, we went to uh, Bourbon Street with them. Okay, and then you saw me, Shelton, and Renee do the Nation of Domination thing, and that was cool. Um, you want to say something so bad? Look at his face. I'm good. He's holding. He's holding back. I'll be nice. Wow, I just know I need more tattoos. It was cool though. It was. It was fun. So then we kind of start the walk to the stadium. It's me, Faye, Joe, and Will, and uh, not our Will, different Will. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it got to the point where I needed to take stuff back to the room. So Faye's like hanging out with Joe and Will, who are friends of the show, even though they're kind of strangers at that point. I'm like, should I have left Faye with these two strange black men? But it worked out okay. Faye's still here. So, perfect. Um, but, you know, we get to the stadium. Everything's cool. We had great great seats. Shout out to Shahid for hooking that up. It was great seats right by the stage. Um, man, Undertaker's pyro is really hot. That's my first takeaway from Mania. Like, what? burn the hair off your face. Hot. Oh, yeah. When those flames yeah. come up, yeah. it's hot. I know. I, at WrestleMania 25, I... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlotte Oscar was dope. Yeah, I um, love that match. I, I, the Usos should have got more time. I wish, mm-hmm. but you know, they, I'm glad y'all got on the card. You know, that's cool. Yeah, um, we walked in. We didn't get to see the men's battle royal or the cruiserweight title match, uh, but we did see Naomi win the women's battle royal, so that was cool. Um, I, you know, I, I, you can listen to a number of podcasts who will go through every match for you. Um, so you don't need me to do it right now. Um, <laughs> Triple H and Stephanie had the dope entrance. Nah. Kurt, eh, you just don't like motorcycles and rock music. I just don't like uh, bullshit is what I don't like. Wow. Um, you <clears> want to <throat> expound on that? It was whack. What was whack about the entrance? It's Triple H and Stephanie. Like, okay, you're on motorcycles. Like, are you trying to signify you're fucking tough? Like, okay, you run the company. Like, what? Can you go get any bigger? Like, I guess that's cool. But, you know, if you're into that kind of shit... I was just kind of like, all right, let's see what round of Roush is going to come out to. Are you chewing ice on the show? No. We got we to gotta prepare you better for this. Um, you don't like, I like that song, that Reputation song. Like, they need a strong rock song, preferably with a woman, to push Ronda Rousey. Like, that's what she's there to be and do. He's not a fan. Because he's chewing his ice. He's holding it. No, I'm not chewing nope. it. No, no, no. I mean, like I said, I, I thought it was cool, but I was just kind of like, huh? I, I, I guess to me, it just kind of, I mean, yeah, like, you know, it's a strong song, but I guess it, to me, it just kind of, it just seemed kind of cartoonish, I guess. I dig that. it. 
Kurt, I, Kurt was better than I thought he would be. I told you. Um, I told you. Tell me nothing. I did tell you. I've, I've seen him be worse. I understand, but, no, but I told you yeah. he was going to. I told you he, he was. was better than I but thought. But then again, when you Triple H, I mean, yeah. you can look. Wow. Triple H was good. Mm. Um, Ronda Debatable. looks athletic. She did. Um, which is, at this you. point, which is what you need. Um, she was really good. Uh, outside of that, um, I... I I think Faye was really into the Raw tag title match mm-hmm. with Braun and the kid um, because it was that thing where if you don't know that absolutely everything in wrestling, save for very few things, is planned out, you had that level of, is did he really get a kid from the crowd to win the titles? Um, oh, that yeah. shit. Yeah, okay. I, saw that. I was just like, the fuck? That was pretty cool. Um, visually, it was cool. Uh... What else? Yeah, the kid. Hey, man, he wanted the tag. That was cool. We got the tag. He um, got it and got the fuck right out. AJ Nakamura. I, I told people, like, I need to watch that not being in the building to really gauge whether I thought it was good or bad. I thought it was fine, but I typically think most things in person are fine. It could have been better. Good. Yeah. It could have been a lot better, but. Uh, but, I mean, I, th- I think the best thing that came out of that, you get heel Shinsuke, mm-hmm. who's like. Kind of corny. Yeah, but. He's so fun. But you think Shinsuke Nakamura is corny, though? He is. You, but I mean, you don't like Prince. I do like Prince. How is he corny? Because he's walking around like, oh, looks like... like I love he, it. Honestly, you're going to hate me for this, and I really don't care. <laughs> okay? Because, okay. you know, we're 33 years old. Uh-huh. You know, you probably hated me since about 10 plus years ago. It's fine. Um, When I saw him moving around the ring mm. at WrestleMania... Today, it reminded me of one of two things. Number one, kind of reminded me of Gumby. <laughs> okay. And number two, it reminded me of those... Uh, inflatable inflatable flame yes, tube, man. Yes, yes, exactly. I, I, I like those, though. I, I understand, but they they serve one purpose only. One thing at... Uh, they, they serve two purposes. One, to sell used cars. Yes. Um, and they actually did have a superstar entrance spot where you could come out to your favorite music down the ramp at mm-hmm. Access, mm-hmm. you could come out to Bailey. And then when you did the arms up, the inflatable flailing tube man would go up. So that was awesome. But yeah, I think he's I think he's cool. I think he's jazzy. Um, I don't know. He's definitely cool, but it's just like... Hitting people in the nuts is always going to be awesome. Unless Because it's, it's so wrong. No, nah, I don't want to get hit in the nuts. I don't either. I had a kid get hit in the nuts um, <laughs> during the football game. And I was like, jump. And he was like, and he jumps. He was like, that's so much better. I'm like, who Who are your OGs? True <laughs> statement. <laughs> who are your OGs? Why do you not know about that? You're in a adult football league. You're, you're a real grown man. Who are your OGs? I don't know. Hit triangle. Um, yeah, hit triangle. <laughs> <laughs> jump um, no, I thought that... Uh, so, here's... The thing I got to say, and it's upsetting because mm-hmm. I don't like to really like. Oh, shout out to Nia Jax, too. Nia Jax was cool. We um we got to listen to her give like a 10 minute interview uh, at Access. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she wins the title. And that's, um, you know, you have to pay off the bully storyline. And they did it exactly how they should have done it. And Alexa Bliss did her thing in that match, too. When Nia yells at her and she screams and tries to run, I'm like, no, that's that's good. That's what this needs to be. Um, and then Mickey James came out looking like Mickey James. Um, and Faye didn't punch me for how I looked at Mickey James. So, 
<laughs> Shout out to Faye for that. Good job, Faye. Thank you. So, main event, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar. Um, first, what did you think of the match? I didn't like it overall, to be honest. What didn't you like? I just felt it was too stiff. I mean, why... why what is this obsession with trying to main event like Brock Lesnar? I, I don't I don't understand. I'm trying to figure that out. Like he makes like money, he, man. Well, does he? Here's all I can say. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar's been Universal Champion for a year, right? Mm-hmm. A year to the almost to the day. Okay. You know what's happened over the last year? What? Network subscriptions have gone up nine percent because of him. Again. He's been the Universal Champion. Okay. He's been in the most main events. Okay. And subscriptions have gone up 9%. Like, if... I mean, we have to gauge the business on the thing that they promote the most. The things they promote the most are Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. So, even though people yell about how much they don't like them and they want to boo them and they want to, you know... They're making more money with those two in the main event. Like, and this is, I'm indifferent. I'm indifferent. I think Brock Lesnar, I think the idea of a champion who is not there every week is awesome. Because I think when you're the champion, you should get special privileges. You should be treated different than everybody else. That I agree with, yes. You know, so, Mm -hmm. and Roman Reigns, I think is good. Like, I don't have a problem with him. I understand people's criticisms of him completely. But I don't have a problem with him. Yeah. You know, um... But no, the main event, it's such a departure from everything else. That's what I'll say. Like, Seth Rollins, The Miz, Finn Balor, great, athletic, fast-paced, hard-hitting match. Because that's what they do. I did like that one, yes. It's good. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns is everybody just throwing haymakers. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I, I mean, like, that's so different than everything else that they promote, but... Like, again, they're making more money with those two in the main event. So, you can argue that people are paying more for WWE for other reasons. But, what's easier to do? To analyze those reasons? Or to say, the thing that we're promoting the most is this. And we're making more money than ever. So, you, it's hard to fault the company for what they push. If this is what's getting them paid, you know, like yeah. if you run a restaurant and you make just the best steaks ever, right? Mm-hmm. But you also have plain bread with butter, right? That's a great day for me. Plain bread with butter is the biggest item on your menu. You put it on the front of the menu, right? Mm-hmm. You had steak on the menu all of last year, and you made money. Yeah. Then you put bread with butter on the front of the menu this year, and you're making more money. You're not going to take the bread and butter off the menu. No, definitely not It's working. Yeah. And there's no way to say if the bread and butter is the reason people are coming, but you know what you're advertising. Yeah. And more people are coming. Like, I, I... Again, I totally get the criticism of I, Brock Lesnar needs to be there more. I, I get it. Like, I'm a boxing guy, mm-hmm. and, like, I like UFC, and I like, like sports. Like, 
you're not going to, unless you pay for a special package, you're not seeing the Patriots on Sunday Night Football every Sunday. It's true. All right? Yeah. But when they play, more people watch. Yeah, you watch it. Exactly. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah, I know. It's, yeah, okay. It's I see hard, your point on that. Yeah. Like, it's, it, it's difficult. Like, it's, I understand. It's just so painful to watch at times. I like, I, like, here's the thing. Like, a lot of people, and like on the show, like, Travis is very vocal about it. He thinks Brock Lesnar matches are very formulaic, are very simple, and he doesn't do a lot of moves. And I get I it. I agree. I understand yeah. that. For me, there's just something about somebody who can just beat you the fuck up and doesn't have to do a lot of moves. Like, I, wrestling is so subjective that I get it, but I also get the bottom line. Um, so let me say this. Mm-hmm. You, you saw the poll. 90% of people expected Roman Reigns to beat Brock Lesnar. There are a lot of rumors swirling around. I can only speak on what's been spoken to. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there was a spat backstage with That's... Vince and Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Brock Lesnar re-signed for one or two more matches um, through... The Greatest Royal Rumble show, which they're going to have at the end of this month. Okay. Okay. Um, so right now, the working idea is that there was an audible call during the main event to have Brock Lesnar win. And they want Roman Reigns to beat Brock Lesnar in Saudi Arabia in front of a crowd that they suspect they're going to have a bit more control over as far as... But you know the thing about Saudi Arabia is, one, it's going to be all probably brown men of a certain age. Yeah. Um, no women will be in the audience. And no women will perform on the show. Because it's Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So, maybe they can be more, now I won't say manipulated, but guided to do the things that WWE wants. Maybe. I, I you know I don't know, but... That seems to be the working plan right now. Um, knowing that kind of, how do you feel about how that match ended? Uh, I mean, to, to be honest, it in a way, I felt like a little bit kind of predictable. Like, okay, he's going to fuck up Roman Reigns at the end at some point. Because like, I, 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 a part of me did kind of feel like Roman Reigns was going to win. But then you have like that doubt, like, you know what, they're going to do something to where... Brock Lesnar's going to retain, and, you know, everybody goes home and goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. So, I, I kind of feel it was a little bit kind of predictable. Like, it was it was kind of expected. Like, I wasn't surprised. I wasn't like, oh, shit. It was just like, oh, like, okay. Like, just life, life goes on kind of moment. Yeah, I I thought it was fine. I, mm-hmm. I was ready to go <laughs> yeah. at that point. Um, and I say that to say, like, I've been arguing with people for a few days mm-hmm. because, you know, people were like hitting beach balls around the crowd during that match. And like people have been like, well, that's them expressing that they don't like the main event and it's their way of... Expressing your own fucking time. My thing is this. <laughs> if you're in a stadium full of people, mm-hmm. like you shouldn't do things on purpose to take away from their experience. Exactly. That's And that's just common decency. Like when you say stuff like, well, wrestling is different, that's why 
that's why this happens. Mm-hmm. I'm at a bar, and like I'm talking to some guys at the bar. I saw a guy in a Texas Tech shirt, so I'm talking to them. They in, they actually live here. They live on the South Shore, and like we we chop it up for a while. Like we're really like you know talking. And, you know, they ask about the broadcast. I'm like, yeah, I do a broadcast. I cover, you know, pop culture, music, TV shows. I talk some wrestling. They were like, oh, yeah, it's WrestleMania weekend. I'm like, yeah. They're like, yeah, well, we don't really get down with their wrestling shit. But if you talk about other stuff, we'll rock with that. And I think the reason why it's so hard is because wrestling fans do things to make people think they're weirdos. Now. Shit, they've been doing that for like 10, 20 plus years. Well, no, this is what I mean, though. Like... You can be a, a fanatic of an NFL team or an NBA team and do some crazy stuff, right? I was going to think twice about it, yeah. And the reason they don't think twice about it is because, like, wrestling fans do things to alienate themselves from wrestling fans. Like, if we went to a football game and somebody was doing, like, something to take away from our experiences, we'd beat the shit out of them. I don't know how else to say it. True. We'd snuff you. On the spot, you'd either leave the stadium or go to jail, depending on, you know, how we made it look. Yeah. But you'd be out of there. But wrestling is this thing where people feel like they have such ownership of it. Oh, we're going to hit beach balls during the match that you're trying to watch. If a beach ball falls in front of you, it's not your, it's not our fault that you were distracted. It's the match's fault that it didn't engage you enough to where you can pay attention. Bitch. (laughs) There's just all this sense of entitlement that um, whatever you do as a wrestling fan is fine because, you know, wrestling's a rock show and you can express your opinion. No, no exactly. you can't do that. That's expression you'll get, shit on your own time. Because the people who do that are the same people who say, I should be able to say what I want and nobody should ever get physical with me just for what I said. That's not how any of this works. No, it's not really. Like, life. I don't know how you came up, but there's consequences for things that you do. Like, it just, mm-hmm. it's always been that, and it's not going to change. So, I've really been arguing with wrestling fans about that. And the bottom line is this. Like, feel how you want. You can, like, you can leave. You can sit down. You can be quiet. You can turn your back. There are so many things that you can do that aren't you getting in my face about the thing I'm trying to enjoy. Hell, go get some popcorn, enjoy some nachos, do something. And, like, really, you leaving would have more of the visual effect that you wanted to. You hitting a beach ball makes you look like a child. And an asshole. And a dickhead. Mm-hmm. You know what? Yeah, because, like, it's like, you know, because everybody else paid money to be in there. Yeah. And, you know, like, I, I know... I didn't pay to see you. Exactly. I didn't, pay, I didn't pay to have somebody throw a fucking beach ball in the crowd and distract me from watching this match. Like, I'm, even though the match wasn't that good, I still want to watch. Like, I paid this money. I'm there to watch. Like, I'm not, I'm not here to, okay, because you're bored because, you know, like, a lot of people in there and you want to throw a beach ball. Like, fuck that. No. Yeah. Fuck no. that. No. Um, fuck all that. We went to Bourbon again that night. And we was down there for like 10 minutes before we realized we were too washed. Got a slice of pizza, went right back to the room, man. Um, hmm. <laughs> overall, though, New Orleans was great. Um, the food I'm was still great. still to go. We, we're gonna, I think we're just going to go. Like, we just need to go. Yes, we Not do. Not even on the WrestleMania week. Just, just like, it's August. Let's go. Right. So, yeah, yeah. let's, let's no, early August. Early. Oh, I, I agree. <laughs> early, yeah. I agree. So, we need to work that out. Or July, whatever. I had a good time, man. I can't wait. Um... For the next time I get to do something like this, like having, you know, 
we work hard. Um, like people, if somebody said, if you look, say said, look to your left and look to your right, and this was in New Orleans, mm-hmm. they were like, on both sides of you is somebody who does a bad wrestling recap podcast. And I was like, oh, that's so rude. But, like, you know, everybody has a podcast. Yeah, but of course. We, I feel like there's a level of effort, a level of time, a level of patience that we have that makes us stand out from a lot of people. And not just that, like... You're passionate about it. We have to keep up with a lot to do this. We have to... You know, we're social people with responsibilities that fall outside of just work. Like, we really live lives. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't go to New Orleans by myself with a pen and pad and a camera. Like, I'm there with... Like, my woman and my friends. Like, I have a life that exists outside of just paying the bills. Um, And so balancing... And I'm not saying this for sympathy. I'm saying it to say, not only do we have lives, but we're also good at this shit. You know? So Yeah, no, um, that's, that's a true point. Shout out to my man Rich, who just, you know, instantly made all this easy for me having a schedule set for us and just watching him move from show to show doing pictures and interviews and it it was just great it was a real inspiration for me and I just like I appreciate all the hats that he wears I talk about me I'm talking about social stuff Mm. Rich has a wife and a kid and is a counselor and writes for the official Buffalo Bills blog and does his own show on Saturdays like it's just it's a lot one of the most impressive people I've ever met. Like yeah. Just just bar none. And so, like, to watch him do this stuff um, and, and to see how people respond to him, to know how much they respect him, um, it, it makes me want to work that much harder and be good at what I do. Um, so it, it was great to see our hard work pay off and to yeah. get the opportunity to come out and produce content. Um, you know, whatever my complaints are, like, I have to thank WWE for making that possible for us. Um, shout out to my man Joe Villa, who he's the guy we went through for the access credentials. Mm-hmm. We're leaving on Thursday, and like I asked him a question, not knowing it was him. And then when we got there Sunday, I was like, "Hey, um, I, we had to burn off on Thursday, but I shot you an email. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to read it. I just want to say thank you for how great you've been to us, how much you've done for us." And shook his hand like it was just great. It was really appreciated. Um, but yeah, we, we, we work really hard at this and to be able to get, you know, the opportunity to, to do more is just great. Um, again, think, got to thank Wade Keller for the opportunity to even jump off, you know, at this point. And now we're starting to get a bit of clout, um, because we looked around, like it wasn't, wasn't nobody walking around with media passes, like for real, for real. Like it was us and SB Nation and like Bleacher Report. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, this yeah, is, they, you know, yeah, everybody knows SB Nation. This is like, you know, it's like an exclusive thing, yeah, which let us cool, know though. we need bigger cameras and mics. But, you know, we're mm-hmm. getting there. Uh, but uh, it was just a great experience. And I'm excited to put out the things that we did. We've done some of them. I'm still wondering exactly what I'm going to do for like the big finished project. I'm really thinking about a short documentary. That sounds like that's going to take so much time, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but all in all, 
WrestleMania weekend, man. It was it was a great time. Um, great to see all the people out there from different, you know, cultures and backgrounds and cities. You know, we met people from England. We met people from different places in Louisiana. People there from New York. People there from L.A. You know, Jersey and Florida. Um, guys from Ireland. Like, it was great, man. It was just people from all over just wanting to talk about wrestling, having a great experience. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, I guess look for us at the next Comic-Con or do something like this again. <laughs> um, before we get out of here, man, of course, I appreciate your time. Anything else that you want to add? No, I mean, uh, that's really about it. I, I mean, just, um, yeah, like, it's just what one of the few WrestleManias I've actually been able to sit down and actually enjoy. And like I said, you know, overall, like, yeah, I was pretty impressed about how well it went. You know, like, majority of it was pretty good. So, I mean, I can only imagine what it would be like to be there in person, especially in New Orleans. But, you know, I mean, it's all good. I had a great time, a great experience. Um, I got to learn, like from being around Rich and being around Gil, um, seeing how WWE operates was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just all in all, great. Like, who would have thought, you know, us as kids uh, watching WrestleMania 19 on VHS in one of the portables the night after I was in Houston. Like, to be in a position now where, like, you know, I get to have, you know, this level of depth and this level of, of I hate saying access because that's the best word for it. Yeah. But, you know, this level of access to, to WWE is really cool. Uh, my man, uh, Fat Matt, you know Fat Matt lives in Pflugerville, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he was like... Uh, I posted up uh, the media pass, and he was like, I thought you were just a fan who talked about it on podcast. Like, I didn't know, like, you. I was like, nah, yeah, you know, I... Because even though, if you listen to this podcast, you probably think I brag all the time, but, like, I don't really... Like, on my specific personal social media account, Mm -hmm. I don't because... When people know it's you, they think less of it. It's just how it works. Like, I had to make a new... IG account for my photoshops and a new IG account for the show because when people have never been to your apartment they think you're cooler <laughs> when, people, <laughs> when you've bought somebody a drink before they're like ah oh, this guy like whatever he does um, so it was cool seeing like our friends realize how hard I've worked and for them to appreciate that yeah you've definitely been on your grind got to man got to um, and speaking of that like I can't reveal all the details, but <laughs> I had um, a really cool conversation with um, a really cool conversation with somebody about putting um, some new content on their platform, and they're really receptive to it right now. If you're really, um, really, you'd reveal. I'm not really real. <laughs> it's it's something I've been working on for I want to say like the last six months. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of getting it figured out, figuring out the formatting for it. And like I said, they seem really receptive to it. So um, I actually had a pilot episode that some technical issues happened that were all my fault. But since we got that out of the way, the next one will be easier. You're looking at me. I'll, I'll explain to you in a second. Okay. Um, but basically, I lost half the audio because I tried to put the audio through the microphone and not through the speakers because somebody decided that she wanted me to to hold her hand so she could lay on my lap during the show <laughs> and so the speakers weren't going to work because it was before I had the laptop 
so the speakers weren't gonna work uh-huh. and so I was like I can't hear the uh, the speakers from all the way over there so if I run it through the mic because they give you that option I'll just hear it and then I played it back and it was just my voice <laughs> so yeah that's that's nice. that's a lost file but um, we know kind of what we're doing with that and yeah I, I hope to tell you guys more about that in like the next two weeks uh, but it might pop up on you out of nowhere so be ready on this feed or maybe another feed dun 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 I'm already ready and it hasn't even happened yet yeah right so I'm excited about that man um, I'm excited for you thank you um, so outside of that, we, you and I need to get up on a regular South Congress because mm-hmm. all of a sudden we have new people who subscribe to us mm-hmm. and they don't want to hear about wrestling. So we have to talk about the other stuff. Like, like I feel like, and we, I am here for you guys. We <laughs> might. When are you going home? You going home? If you go home, you going home Friday or Saturday? Uh, I can go home whenever. It doesn't matter. Atlanta cast Friday night. Atlanta cast Friday night. Okay, so um, that's feds watching. Um, (laughs) For myself, for me. (laughs) So yeah, um, I want to appreciate. um, I want to thank you, Peanut, for coming out, uh, knocking off the show with me. Um, So this has been yeah, this is part two of uh, WrestleMania week show. I got to edit part one's title because it was day one, and then day two was not going to happen because I'm old and washed. Shout out to the city of New Orleans uh, for treating us. I'll see like you one day. Own. Yeah, Peanut will be there. Um, salute to the Pro Wrestling Torch, my man Wade Keller. Salute to my Very man Rich job. Fan for all the hard work that he did. Great um, stuff. Salute to WWE. Um, I, I certainly have philosophical differences with WWE, but they were good enough to allow us to, um, you know, attend some of their events in a media capacity, and you know, we appreciate the, uh, the transparency. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, outside of that, I'm here with my man Peanut yep. and Cameron. It's been the South Congress podcast, and uh, we're out. South Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. Visit redbubble.com and tpublic.com and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions.